There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello, welcome from the storm. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful non-seditious babies. Yes, uh, we... <laughs> so, we had planned this podcast to uh, celebrate uh, Biden having his vote in the Electoral College certified... All of QAnon's ridiculous theories about this thing falling apart. And for a period of time today, that looked like it was all going to work out great. Uh, Mike Pence released a letter saying, fuck Donald Trump. I'm not about to destroy America on behalf of that big dum-dum. And um, the first three states went the way we thought they were. Like Alabama and then another state that begins with an A, were Alaska, were both confirmed. And then someone objected to Arizona, and then the world ended. So uh, before we get into all of that frivolity, uh, usually the content warning is for other things, but this week it might be for the fact that we're just going to swear an incredible amount about the treason that's being committed in America. <laughs> content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Uh, yeah, so now that you know uh, kind of what's going to be happening on this podcast, as it were, uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can uh, do so through word of mouth and helping us out by letting people know about us. If you really love us, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, throw us a few dollars, uh, We have the new L incentive where for $5 he will derail the podcast with which, with any nostalgic thing you want him to come up with. Yes, we're doing <laughs> promotional content via your ideas to make our podcast go off the rails even more than normal. I still think the $5 is a shockingly low number for that. Not that, it, not that people are exactly champing at the bit to get there yet, but I mean, $5, such a value. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, an, what an insane value proposition! It it really is. You're 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 practically throwing your money away, not doing so. 
Uh, but, but, but if you if you don't want to throw your money at us, the word of mouth thing is really important because you, you need to go out there and you need to tell people that you listened to the Adventures of Hell World podcast, which was on the bleeding edge of <laughs> talking about the, the, the little mini Civil War II that they tried to kick off today. Yes. Uh, and if if uh, us three Jamokes uh, are not worthy of your cold hard cash, please donate to one love146.org who is a group that fights human trafficking. They do the good work that QAnon always talks about doing, but don't. And we don't have to ask you to give money to the Georgia runoffs because the Democrats won the Georgia runoffs. <laughs> yeah, we, we, should be, we should be doing like a, like a, like a celebratory end zone dance right now, but yeah. instead we're going to spend the next like 60 to 90 minutes talking about like actual insurrection in our country. <laughs> yes. In the United States of America. Right. In the year of our Lord, 2021, uh, we actually had the Confederate flag inside the halls of Congress where Robert Ooh. E. Lieb and Jeb Stewart couldn't get it 150 odd years ago. A bunch of MAGA chuds were able to bring the flag of traitors into the halls of power in America. And we're going to get, get to talk about the swift and forceful police response to it yeah and we're gonna get to compare it super duper favorably to their responses to black lives matter protests yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely oh my god it's gonna be did you see the dishonored tattoo uh no i did not one of the main guys in the halls of congress has on his hand a tattoo from the game dishonored and that's and everyone thinks it's uh the the conspiracy theory going around now is that it is a um freaking antifa it's a hammer mark. it's a hammer and sickle it's like yeah it's a communist no it's just a weird dub design yeah no it, it, if you like the game dishonored you're part of antifa now oh cool excellent because i saw like i saw some people talking about that and um that'll lead to our main our main store character of the story as it were so uh, let's just hit the cues in the news bumper and get on with it. What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for cues in the news. So, Nothing. Moving on to cue drop. Yeah, <laughs> deep, deep dive in the. We're hitting number seventy-two tonight, folks. We're going straight from fifty to seventy-two. Twenty-two cue drops, straight to your head. <laughs> there's no stopping. Uh, there's no stopping this train. We've cut the brakes. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, the, the Dishonored Tattoo hand guy, uh, he was on the side of the man of the hour, the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, the Q Shaman, uh, who... Well, I, I th- before we get too far in, we're, we're breaking Stan Lee's rule of comic books here. Okay. Uh, like, assuming that the X-100 people that are going to listen to this podcast, like already know what's happening, is all well and good. But we should at least give like a, like a little, like, quick breezy breakdown of what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. L is right. L knows best. That's why L's the brains of the sound fit. So, 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 go, so go ahead, Mr. Mike, and tell, tell us, what, what, what sort of Civil War II electric boogaloo are we talking about here? <laughs> okay, so uh, basically uh, folks found out, uh, because they uh, done did their research, that January 6th was when the Electoral College was going to certify Joe Biden's win, and our beloved president, who would never commit treason, Donald Trump, uh, told everybody to uh, come on down to ye old uh, Capitol on January 6th to get angry about the fact that Joe Biden's election was going to be certified. And then <laughs> he 
got on a stage in front of bulletproof glass because everyone loves him and, and, and would never do anything to him. And he screamed and yelled about how he was getting ripped off and how he was hearing not good things about Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he was going to keep fighting. He was never going to concede. Everyone can just suck his tiny shriveled dick. And that was all there was to it. And then uh, the next thing you know, as Mike Pence is trying to certify the votes, um, people just stormed the halls of Congress. And we had a literal invasion by... Uh, and, when you, and, when you say, and when you say people, you of course mean Trump slash Q supporters. Uh, that would be reality's take on the situation. <laughs> QAnon's take yeah, on we'll, the situation. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the conspiracy theories after we're, after we're done pa- painting the incident with the broad... The broad Strokes of recap. Yes. So uh, Trump and QAnon supporters proceeded to uh, literally break into Congress. Uh, Congress was the Congress people were then like uh, locked in place in their offices or evacuated. Uh, a woman was shot, and it's been reported that she was killed. Um, there were people on the floor of Congress with their guns drawn, pointed out. At a, uh, at, a, at a door that had a broken-in window that apparently had been shot through by other people. And, um, yeah, we basically literally had a uh, an armed insurrection attempting to prevent the certifying of the electoral vote by Trump supporters. And... Um, yeah, so, so, for, so to st- uh, the start of our journey through Hell World tonight... Begins with all of us, the listeners, and and those of us podcasting, uh, like in in a vehicle, and that vehicle is reality. <laughs> and in this vehicle, uh, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, incited a riot against Capitol Hill during the certification of the votes of the president elect Joe Biden, and his army of racist goons was just like, "Cool, we will do that," and then broke into the building and uh, decided to make a mess of it, and at least one person has been killed, although as of this recording, we don't know very much about that victim. We, we just know that it is reported that she has been fatally shot during whatever that altercation was. We don't know anything about the, about the victim currently. So we're driving along down, the, down Main Street in Hell World in our vehicle of reality, and now we get to bring Q into the vehicle. And when Q comes into the vehicle, uh, you start to notice that you start veering off the road as your wheels fall off, and then your chassis crumbles apart, and then you blast off into space of <laughs> lunacy. Yeah. The, sp- the, the space of lunacy above Hell World. Picture uh, yeah. Hell World is sort of like a less popular Night Vale. It's like a spooky town that's filled yeah. with craziness. Yeah. So, L, I have to ask, did you see the Q Shaman? What Mike is referring to as the Q Shaman? Uh, yeah, he was the guy who was dressed up as like the, the, the mighty Manator, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that guy's a trip. I mean, I don't know shit about him, because why would I? But uh, I, I, did, I did see that he... If you Look, if you were going to storm Capitol Hill... At the behest of Donald Trump. I'm not saying that that's a good idea, and I'm not saying that this guy isn't a piece of shit. But I am just saying, if you're going to do that, the, the right way to do it is probably to dress up like a minotaur and then to storm your ass directly up to the podium in the middle of, like, the fucking, like, Grand Hall or whatever it's called. And, you know, just sort of have your Yahoo buddies take a bunch of pictures of you so you'll have things to show off when you get arrested for domestic terrorism. 
which I mean, you would you'd imagine is probably what should happen, right? A lot of the people that did a lot of the people that did this whole rioting thing that uh, you know conservatives up until today have been pretty adamantly against, uh, including Donald Trump himself. Like tonight, all of a sudden, he was loving the rioters, but. Back when it was people rioting over black people getting murdered by police in the street for no good reason, then he was like, mandatory 10-year prison sentence. Yeah, if you, uh, topple, anyway. if you topple a statue, you go to jail for forever, you piece of shit. Because there's nothing more important in America than statues for of Confederate generals. Yeah, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but notice uh, exactly zero of the Trump supporter people... <laughs> that showed up with their fucking weapons and whatnot, decided to, to turn around and turn their weapons on their fellow rioters when property, precious property, started to get damaged. <laughs> Historic American property, no less. Yeah, when that guy yeah. grabbed the podium of, I guess, the Speaker of the House or whatever, was running off with it, he was getting... Yeah, that guy was just like, was the, the definition of looting. He broke into that building, grabbed a thing that wasn't his, and was just running out while mugging for the cameras. Yes, and uh, no one was like, hey, stop, looter! Pow, pow! None of that happened. Um, that's because that's because our hero Kyle is unjustly in prison right now. Yes, let him out. He'll go back to his home state. He'll arm up for self defense. Then you oh, fly him Kyle. out to D.C. and you park his ass at the Capitol. And you're like, protect this building, son. You're the only one who can do it. Yes, uh, if only Kyle Rittenhouse was there, he would have stopped all of this. Oh man, uh, America with his tr- self defense technique. Yes, his incredible self defense. <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot! Innocent people are dead. Self defense. Yeah, stand your ground, Florida. Uh, so, so the best part about this is, is you have Q Shaman, literally the most easy to visibly identify QAnon promoter around this lunatic who's been to a bunch of rallies, a bunch of other events. Um, the QAnon anonymous podcast guys have found this guy at all these different places that they've attended as well. And he's gotten on the microphone at some of these rallies, like, uh, in Arizona at one of the stop to steal rallies, like, they gave him the mic to, like, talk to the crowd about how bad Antifa and Black Lives Matter are and how we're not like that. We're patriots. We love America. <laughs> we love freedom. We are patriots. Yeah. So, like, Q Shaman is not some fucking unknown guy. There's lots of footage of him at other QAnon rallies doing his thing. Like, he's worn this getup before. He paints his face up like an, a really American version of Sting or the Ultimate Warrior and runs around doing his nonsense. His real name is uh, Jake Angeli, A-N-G-E-L-I. Uh, and so. he will be arrested now, right? Oh, uh, or... any, any second now. Any yeah, I mean, oh, so, so, so the, the, this sort of transitions into, like, the, the $1,000 question for right now. Uh, like, so do, do we think, with our mighty brains, that any of these people that have been caught on a billion photographs co- committing any number of crimes, range, depending on... How far you want to push it from just your run-of-the-mill terrorism all the way to full-on sedition, like, you know, literally, like, trying to undermine the government <laughs> of the United States. Uh, and at the very least, rioting and looting. Any punishments for any of these people whatsoever? I think, like, honestly, I hope none of them get arrested until the 20th because... DC's not a state, so I have a fear that like anything that they get arrested for would be federal, and Trump could pardon these fucking people for it. Mm. So if you don't, if you arrest them like before he's out of office, he might just give them all a pat on the head and say "good job" and let them go. You scamps! Yes, you rascally scamps! So I'm like, I'm 
I'm like kind of hopeful that the Biden administration and the Biden DOJ will arrest these people. I just hope they're legally allowed to do so because Trump didn't pardon these fucking bricks. Okay, so 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 let's let's assume that nothing happens until Biden gets into office, and that somehow against uh, you know the 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 insanity we've gotten used to in Hell World, these people get arrested. Uh, like, what what are we looking at here? Do, do you do you think do you think that they get made an example of for this sort of bullshit? Because this shows a tremendous amount of weakness on America's part on the world stage. Yeah, like this is like the sort of shit that you expect to see in like. Columbia or whatever, like right. the, the the fact the fact that a group of armed citizens broke into Capitol Hill while like all of our elected officials were in a room together, like hashing out who the next president was, and like th- those people are still walking the streets is like a tremendous <laughs> yeah. disservice to the country in general. Yes, I mean it's fucking ridiculous. This is like one of those videos where you see of like like a fist fight breaking out in the Parliament of Poland or some shit. I mean this is like some. <laughs> totally weird fucking thing and i really do hope they throw the book at these assholes i really hope that fucking happens i have no idea exactly how it's going to shake out the only thing i will say is that uh obviously QAnon and the right are very much afraid of the book being thrown at these people because the aggressive claims that these people are all antifa imposters and infiltrators who are not really MAGA and are trying to make MAGA look bad, it <laughs> is so intense and so fucking ridiculous that, like, my head has exploded. I can't even wrap my brain around how dumb this is. Yeah, okay, so so the the, the first point, uh, which we, we, we briefly touched on, is like, you know, do we think that any of these people are going to get reprimanded? And our hope is yes, severely by the Biden administration, and no, not weakly by the Trump administration, who could just pardon all of them. Like, so the second, the second burning question would be, how is Q reacting to this? And that's what you just started talking about: is Q's reaction to this? Because in theory, you would think this would be the start of Q's big win, right? This is literally the like literally the first inclinations of the storm wave being here. That shit's fucking here. Like, the storm wave started crashing into the Capitol building today, and this is what Q has been talking about forever. So, uh, like, you know, we, 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 sort of, we sort of fucking spoiled it, but, like, Q's reaction to this has been sort of bizarre, right? Like, the Q community, not Q himself. He isn't saying shit because he was busy, like, walking around in, like, the riot today with other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- d- dad of Definitely. Q was hanging out in the back of the riot, and his son was probably somewhere in Japan, so... Picking up a new hat. Yes, picking, picking up a stylish new cowboy hat to celebrate his Japanese heritage. So you can come back and be like, howdy, y'all. Yeah. Captain America's here. How about that sports? And we're, we're just like, cool, yeah. That cowboy hat really looks like it makes you look like a real tough American boy there, buddy. Oh, God, the toughest American boy. Uh, but the, the thing that's really funny is right now... Uh, I would say the majority of QAnon is going off on this whole false flag, this is all bullshit, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. But there are some QAnon promoters out there who are just like, hey, man, we did kick a lot of ass today. We we actually did, like, a good thing, as it were. We uh, did it. There's a guy who's like goes by, like, Midnight Rider, and his uh, handle is, like, QAnon76. And he had a tweet out about how uh, what QAnon did was, like, pretty nonviolent, disciplined, measured. And when you compare it to the terrible actions of uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, 
Like, there's really no comparison. Uh, here it is. Here's the tweet. I mean, he, like, in, well, I'll, I'll let you read it, and then yeah. I'll respond to it. Uh, compare today's event at the U.S. Capitol to those by the left leading up to the election for months! Exclamation point. Today there is no burning, no looting, but a powerful message being sent nonetheless. Yeah, so, I mean, the, <laughs> and like the, 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 the guy is technically not wrong, but the reason he's technically not wrong is not because of the, the, the intensity of the demonstration, it's because of the lack of intensity of the response by police. Like you, you can you can watch like at the very least like when when the riot was beginning like when you know the guys first literally broke into the Capitol building and stormed it like you could see in the photos and in, in, in footage like there there are like armed officers just sort of like milling about in the crowd and just sort of like being kind of chill and laid back over the fact that there are like you know hundreds of terrorists breaking into this federal building like they yeah. they were pretty cool about it. But, you know, when you're on the streets of Seattle and you're kneeling in support of Black Lives Matter and a cop looks at you, they see you as a threat that needs to be peppered and pelleted and beaten with batons and stubbed into anonymous vans. So it's just like, yeah, the the response wasn't quite as crazy as a lot of that other stuff. But that has more to do with the fact that the police were just sort of like letting it happen. And the idea there was no looting. Again, the guy stole the fucking podium and was running around mugging for the camera and celebrating his literal looting. And there were no fires. How peaceful. Uh, uh, Sure, sure, two people were shot and one of them died, but so peaceful. Yes. Incredibly peaceful demonstration. Only one person died. Yep, only one person was killed during our demonstration. Yeah, and again, the Capitol building was stormed. Like. These people, yeah, like, all... like, well, I mean, the problem with the, the problem with these people is that t- t- today they got exactly what they wanted, but they got exactly wanted they got exactly what they wanted in like a way that like that now they're going to claim like they never saw this coming, like oh god, like how how could we have foreseen that it would have it was going to make us look bad when we actually armed up and tried to overthrow part of the United States government, and it's just like, well, it turns out that was always going to make you look bad, and it has been making you look bad the whole time, but now you kicked it up a notch with racking up a ton of felonies and i mean like i'm no crazy but like you know uh i maybe it's a little hypocritical of me but if, uh, tw- 20 years later the the patriot act hasn't really done shit for us yet right i mean all, all it's <laughs> done is all it's done is put a lot of brown people's lives through hell well here's your fucking big ass group of terrorists to patriot act guys like there they are they stormed into the fucking capitol building armed during like a meeting of our government and like if you're not going to Patriot Act those guys, then why don't we just repeal that motherfucker? I mean, like, the sweeping powers that the Patriot Act authorizes for you, literally all those people would have had to do is just point at any one of those white people and just be like, designated terrorist, put bag overhead and disappear. And as far as I know, that shit is still legal, right? Patriot Act is still in the books. <laughs> yeah. That whole enemy combatant thing where they can just disappear you because you're an enemy combatant and you don't have yeah. rights anymore? Like, like, like at, at, what point, at what point do the people breaking into federal buildings, like, literally in the capital of the country while armed... When, when do they stop being rioters and start becoming terrorists? Yeah. I think probably literally the second they break into a federal building. <laughs> no. Waving the literal flag of treason. Yeah, like, they, 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 they even brought their handy flag with them. Like, I mean, but they're white. So, like, so if they were flying just straight up a swastika in any of those photos, <laughs> like, would, the, would, it, would it make any difference to the people that support them? Yeah, the, the answer is no. I mean, yeah. the answer is obviously no. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, like, you have these people who are, like, happy about what happened and how much, and, and how much butt they kicked. 
But the majority of QAnon is terrified of this. And the best part about all of this is that Q Shaman is like the most easily recognizable QAnon promoter around. He has, he has his dumb Ultimate Warrior outfit, his jaunty hat, his face paint, his naked torso with all his tattoos on it. And QAnon is now claiming this guy is Antifa and or a pedophile. Oh, have they disavowed him? They, have they oh, fully... Aggressive disavowal of devouring of, of Q Shaman. He is Antifa. He's not one of us. Get fucked, Q Shaman. Oh. You're, you're not really part of this movement. We always knew you were never part of this movement. Oh, because they don't want any of this actual crime tied to Q. Right, exactly. And and it's so. I mean, the thing I think maybe, I think maybe they're just they're just mad at him for embracing the theater of supervillainy and finally <laughs> throwing on a costume. I mean, I, I hate the guy's guts, but at the same time, I love him because it's it's really easy. Like, I mean, he would be a great person to be like somewhere near the top of this pile, so you could just hate him because he's got like a literal supervillain costume. We yeah. need Phoenix Jones to not be in jail and come and fight him. Like, he, he wanted an actual supervillain, and like, there's one now. Yeah. Does he actually go by Q Shaman, or is that what we're calling him? That's what everyone calls him. I don't know if he goes by Q Shaman or if he goes by his real name or not. But everyone who like knows him by sight knows him as the Q Shaman. It's like I, because um, like right now, Travis View is like posting a, b- a bunch of links to uh, Q Shaman um, information because. This guy's history and, like, who he is is, like, a known quantity. And as much as QAnon wants to try to deny it, they can't deny what's going on with him and who he actually is. So, um, it's, it's just hilarious. So, 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 now, so now a segment of Q is just going to try, is trying to, to, to slander him and throw him under the bus? At 100%. That's, like, that's, that's the absolute goal. Uh, I just saw a tweet from Travis View where literally he was like, this is Q Shaman's car. And this was like from a rally in Arizona. This wasn't the car found at the, uh, at the protests in DC where it was obviously a false flag, but this was back in Arizona, like months ago during the stop the steal shit. And like all of his windows have like either like that, that soap or grease paint on them that you like write shit on your windows for. And he had, like, Child Lives Matter, Do Your Own Research, Q is Real, like, all of this shit on all the do windows. Your, I, I hate Do Your Own Research so much more than anything, because it's just, they, they just use it as the ultimate excuse all the time. It's like, hey, tell me about your cultish, dumb-dumb movement. Oh, do your own research. Well, yeah, and then and then you're just like, well, I have done a lot of research, and here are the sources I went to, and they're just like, oh, well, all those sources are bullshit. you got to use the right sources. And it's just like, so what you're telling me, it kind of sounds like you want to do the research for me because you want to use special secret sources that know the hidden truth about the lizard and Trina Chrome. <laughs> yes, all of that. Oh, God, it's so ridiculous. Oh, did, you, did you see that the Kansas State Capitol building was also stormed? Because it, it goes D.C. Capitol building, that's the one you take, then Kansas. like. Oh. Oh, th- in order of importance. Well, boom. I mean, can- Topeka is like the center of America geographically in the continental U.S. So mm-hmm. once you Smart. have Topeka, you literally can get to any place in America equidistantly. <laughs> so, I mean... It's, it's like yeah, a the, 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 the strategic implications of Topeka are huge. Yes. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it's fundamentally important to have the center of America. 
That's why that's why we were all shocked that Topeka wasn't on that list. Yeah. Right. Oh, the the 13 very important cities that the, Yeah, the v- very important cities, you know, like the, the National Guard all deployed in. Yep. Speaking of the Like the National Guard, just like what are you talking about? We never heard that. We're we're mobilizing right now. We're we're doing fine. It's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the National Guard mobilized because uh, Virginia and Maryland's governors called on them to mobilize because DC apparently just couldn't get National Guard because fuck you and yep. Trump wouldn't call for them because again he's in favor of this shit. I mean. Yeah, it turns out the guy who incited the riot didn't really want it to end. <laughs> he, nope. he, he only posted his, like, milquetoast non-apology because, like, I'm, I'm assuming there was some crying PR manager just, like, just sobbing. And he he was more probably more annoyed that they wouldn't shut up about it than anything else. It was just like, <laughs> fine, I, I guess I'll post, like, 20% condemning what was happening while 80% patting them on the back. Because, again, Donald Trump, literally, he just can't whiff on the, like, he's just such a wretched president and person that he just whiffs on the easiest uh, T-ball serve-ups, like, condemn racism, or, you know, tell these people they're breaking into federal <laughs> the, buildings. The me- meme of space captain in front of two buttons, condem- oh, condemn racism, or don't. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the other button just says play golf at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Scotland told him he couldn't come hide hide away? Yeah, Scot- Scotland the... told him he wouldn't be able to make it there by the time for Biden's inauguration because he has to quarantine too long. Yeah, mm. uh, but yeah, like yeah. So uh, I thought so you were going to tell me that Scotland forbade him from playing golf ever again, and I was like, man, that's incredible. <laughs> that would have been great. God, fucking... it's like as the inventors of golf, we are telling you that golf is not for you. <laughs> You're banned from golf. That'd be great. Yep. Come on, Scotland, exert your pull. Let's We're changing go. the name of golf to Gotf. The T now stands for Trump, so now it's gentleman only Trump forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd oh. be perfect. But, uh, so is, is Congress back in session? Did they actually secure the Capitol building like it should have been done in the first place? I've heard that the building was secure like about the time we started the podcast, and I saw a bunch of tweets from various Congress critters and senators saying that they were going to certify the electoral vote tonight and get fucked, you stupid rioters, for trying to stop us from doing so. So Yeah, so, so well, if, if, if they manage to push through tonight, I guess the real question is, who still has the balls to, uh, throw, to, to just be like, I object? <laughs> that would be so right? great. Do, do, does anybody back down? Like, oh, or do, do they all back down? It sort of seems like the sort of, it seems like the only appropriate move for, would be for all of them to back down. Because it sort of seems like at this point, continuing this useless, like, just completely toothless charade would just sort of be like throwing your hat in with these seditionists. I, I mean, the thing is, is they they started the, they started their objection thing. They got their standing ovation from the Republicans. Oh yeah, clap clap clap! Yeah, clap. everyone was so happy they did it, and then the riots broke out. And I mean, the thing is, is I just feel like. At this point, they got their objection. I think, like, probably when they reconvene Congress, they'll, like, hold the vote for the objections in the House and the Senate. It will fail in both houses. Now it'll probably fail even harder because no one wants to vote in favor of the terrorists. 
and then they're just going to very quickly breeze through the rest of the shit. I don't see any other objections happening. And when anyone brings up, hey, why didn't you object for Trump in the totally stolen election? They'll be like, hey, we objected. It was in the record. It happened. I did it. I, I, I did my part. I, I fought the good fight for old uh, Donnie Two Scoops. But I don't think... Yeah, and then, and then something, something extraordinary circumstances, something, something. Yes, exactly. And then, and then Q Shamans took the fucking well of the Senate and declared himself emperor. What were we supposed to do? Oh, they, and that, that's binding. Like, that's, we have to go... He, he stood in the secret place yeah. and declared himself emperor. Yeah. So we have to abide by that. Yes. The, the Antifa super soldier that is Q Shaman, that guy, I just... I, I, they're literally going through all of the various uh, QAnon or MAGA rioters that they have on camera, and they're trying to find like pictures, things like like you said, the dishonored tattoo and shit. They're trying to find things about these people that prove they're Antifa, so they can try to excuse their bullshit. And the one thing that always makes me laugh about here's that, a picture of Q Shaman eating vegetarian. Not on my watch, you fucking hippie. <laughs> Here's Q Shaman doing some CrossFit. What are you, a fucking commie? Oh, he's so fucking awesome. Real Americans weight train five days a week, and you don't skip late leg day, you pussy. I mean, that's that's how that's where this is gonna go. I mean, it, it's just so funny that they're going to disqualify all of these people as being QAnon supporters, which is bullshit because they know they're QAnon supporters. And the other side of this is that Q is supposed to be this literal god-level omniscient intelligence operation that, uh, we read the early Q drops, they collapsed the nuclear testing facility of North Korea, they murdered the shadow government that controlled Kim Jong-un and set him free, they did all of these crazy things, but Q, the greatest military operation in the world, couldn't prevent, like, 15... 20, 30 Antifa secret agents from infiltrating the MAGA protest crowd and storming DC? Where were the MAGA guys going, no, no, other MAGA people, don't break into the into the Capitol building. Stop! This would be wrong! Q would never allow this! And also, on the other side of it, you have the people who thought that they did a, they did a great job today, they really crushed it, you know, like, th- this was definitely a Q operation and we really nailed it, and... What do they do? They manage to get all their people together. They organize. They broke into a building, and then they just sort of like hung out and they like took some stuff and they took some pictures at Nancy Pelosi's secretary's desk. Ah, got her. Take that, Pelosi. <laughs> we really showed you. And then the police were just like, "Hey, terrorists, could you please leave?" And they were like, "Yeah, I feel like our message. I feel like our message is done here. We, we really did it. Like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. Like." Don't pat yourselves on the back for this big victory because they didn't really do shit. Yeah. Like, it was like the weakest terrorism ever. I mean, they took a life. It's hard to tell, like, which, like, like who actually fired the bullet or whatever. We just don't have that information at the time of this recording. But, like, a life was lost. So I guess technically, like, if that was a bad guy, they can consider it a minor win. But aside from that, what did they do? Steal a podium? Take some pictures? Yeah. Yeah. One big dumb photo op that can be used to prosecute them. Yeah, all, the, all they really did was just pants America. Yeah. And I, I don't really think that anybody who considers themselves a patriot should be, like, rooting for the fact that they just, like, revealed America's tidy whities to the rest of the world. Because if you're, like, an aspiring terrorist that has an actual beef with America, like, because they, you know, caused an insurrection in your country and destroyed your life, like, you look at this and you're just like, 
oh, I don't know. Maybe terrorism's a little easier than I thought in America. They're still <laughs> yeah. pretty easy. It's like all we really have to do is just make sure that we get a white person on our side. A single white man can go anywhere they want in this country. Like we could probably just sneak a guy into Trump's bedroom if we wanted to. He would wake up and be disoriented for all the time it took for him to notice the guy was white. And then he'd be like, Oh, what are you doing here, sir? <laughs> and and the thing is is that well, the ultimate bit of that white privilege is Q shaman because this is a dude again dressed like a professional wrestler and cops are just talking to him like he's a rational normal human being can you imagine a non-white person dressed like Q shaman trying to pull this shit that guy would have been like thrown to the ground and handcuffed so goddamn fast super shot he would have been like, just shot so many times. Oh, God, absolutely. I mean, someone was saying, like, how 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 long would people have, how long would have people, Black Lives Matter protest, protesters have survived had they broken into Congress? Uh, how close would people waving an ISIS flag have lasted getting that close to the halls of Congress? Like, why did these people get into, like, the literal floor of the Senate? Why? And, and again... Yeah, this... I mean, like, like, like fucking Q-Shaman. Q-Shaman broke in there and got to... Or like a like like any like any fucking sort of any sort of non Christian religious apparel like a even a fucking yarmulke. <laughs> uh, yeah, they yeah. would have they would have invented new bullets for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's yeah it's so ridiculous that like they had the run of the place. The cops were just sort of like, hey guys, uh, one person died. Let's keep the deaths below plural, and everything will be cool. And you can go get your photo ops in the offices of various Democrats and the floor of Congress. And we'll just all work it out. We'll smooth it over. <laughs> it's no biggie. It'll be cool. We're all good. We're all good. I mean, it's... It is... Uh, someone had the photo of a Black Lives Matter protest in Washington, D.C. And I think it was like the Lincoln Memorial. Like, every... There was like a, there was like a cop every six feet across the, feet, the, across the step... The bottom yeah. step, and then above them, every like five steps, there was another row of cops. There was like four rows of cops, all in face masks. You couldn't see who they were, and they were just—it was like a military presence. It was making it incredibly clear: do not try anything because we are here to crush you. Yet, like this thing was like planned for at least a few weeks, if not a month, where Trump was like, "Hey, come to the D.C. on January 6th. For the attempt to prevent the certification of the Electoral College. And apparently we had, like, uh, Andy Griffin or whoever was our one cop on the scene who was like, <laughs> Goldie G. Willikers, holy smokes, there's a lot of protesters here. And they just ran away and let them, let them into the halls of Congress. We had to have our representatives and senators hide from the protesters for fear of bodily harm. American protesters. Yeah, American what? protesters. Like, like as someone said, what, 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 white, white protesters, like you and me. <laughs> like, like these were not foreign nationals in the halls of Congress, which again would never have happened. Never. They just lazily let all these dum dums walk in. There were cops taking selfies with them. 
I mean, like, there's video of, like, some of the protesters inside Congress just getting a selfie with a cop. Just like, hey, Mr. Cop person, let me take a photo to remember this day where we, like, literally tried to topple the American Republic and you were okay with it. And the cop was like, sounds cool, bro. Bam, I can't smile because I'm wearing my mask because of the COVID. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, like, Tom Brady scored some touchdown in some Patriots game, and there was a big kerfuffle because a couple of the refs looked like they were, like, high-fiving or whatever, like, after the play. They, like, touched hands or whatever, and it was just like, oh, yeah, look at these corrupt-ass refs. They're, like, cheering for the enemy. We've got fucking cops. You've got police officers that are sworn to protect, like, this place and the citizens around it from exactly this sort of bullshit, like, palling it up and yucking it up with these these assholes. And, like, like, are we still going to get that level of outrage at Paul Blart? Probably fucking not. And the reason is, is because, like, all this controversial shit, there's no real controversy. It's just white people angry that black people are angry that they're being murdered. You know what I mean? Like, like all, all this controversial shit is nonsense. Like, people were pissed off at Tom Brady because he was the best. It was an irrational, like, thing. They were pissed off. They were just like, the rest are obviously in on it because he's too good. And then on the other hand, it's like, the, well, these... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And they trail off the way that I did because they don't have anything else to add because, you know, at the end of the day, all, not all, but most racists are just too cowardly to admit what the real problem is. I just don't like blacks <laughs> or browns or any other colors. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of the things that's like always so weird to me is it's like white pride. It's like, why are you proud of being white? It's like, if you're not white and you have pride in your ethnicity, it's pride for, like, overcoming shit. It's pride for the fact that, like, you were dealt a worse hand than other people. It's celebrating hitting a home run when you were born on third base. Right. Like, yeah, white pride is literally, I was born, I was born playing life on easy mode. I get to play easy mode. Go Yeah, you're just like, yeah. I just got back from uh, totally crushing through the fire and flames and Guitar Hero. It was uneasy mode. I'm pretty great. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, it was, it was. It may have been kind of impressive there up until the end part where you revealed your your Caucasian male privilege. Yeah, and it's just like, and, and you know, like, no, we're not trying to like virtue signal here or anything because we we all happen to be white dudes or whatever. We just honestly believe that like this disparity in the way that laws are enforced in our country is, like, astonishing. And something yeah, like this, this just sort of, like, 
puts it into like a stark relief, right? Like every time an incident like this happens, like, you know, when George Floyd got killed, it was the same sort of thing. It was just like, oh, right. We live in a completely different fucking world from people of color. It's just like not even close. Um, like, and it's not like we're actively trying that. It's just something that we're born with. And hopefully you grow to like acknowledge it and appreciate it and try not to use that power for evil. But it's just like, you know, today we got that shit, but like from not, not because like, uh, a life was taken from us, like a, like like another person of color was killed by the cops. But tonight it was just because, like, literally the police had the opportunity to do that same exact shit to some white people that were going crazy, and they chose not to. Which meant that they always could have chose not to. Which means in instances where they choose to do it, they're making a choice. They're just like, "Yo, we are going to go bust these Black Lives Matter protester heads." Like we could chill, but what we're going to do is bust some fucking heads. Yeah. yeah. We could let these Black Lives Matter protesters have an extra five or ten minutes to follow the curfew and get back to their cars and do stuff. Or we could yell disperse immediately and then start firing tear gas at them ten seconds later. That sounds much more fun. Or we could let this white dude uh, in his Minotaur helmet just uh, walk around the halls of Congress all willy-nilly and not like... I don't know, throw him to the ground, cuff him, mace him, uh, drag him out, banging his head against walls on the way out of the building. Uh, We could do one or the other. And when it comes to white minotaur guy, he gets to have his photos that he will (laughs) take to his grave as a celebration of his conquest of the American capital. And uh, George Floyd is dead. Because we killed him over a twenty dollar, uh, a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Because that's how much police value uh, the lives of black people. That's why they literally named the movement "Black Lives Matter." Please stop fucking killing us, you dumb pieces of shit. And again, like to, like to, tonight, like the 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 people that were standing around waiting for the curfew to hit, and then the police giving them the wiggle room to make it back to their hotels and their homes. Some of those people hours earlier were people that fucking broke in and committed an act of like terrorism and there there are going to be a lot of like conservative like people that are just like oh well this is terrorism what's the difference between this and the black lives matter protests when that shit got out of hand and like you know your mileage is probably going to vary but for me the black lives matters protesters were protesting reality like they were protesting a thing that really happened racial injustice resulting in the loss of innocent life versus these trump supporters who are protesting nothing like, they have no evidence to back up any of their claims. They've never had any evidence to back up any of these claims. If they had that evidence, all they would have to do was present it, and this debate would be over, right? Like, if they had evidence of fraud in the election and they could present that, like, Donald Trump has exercised every legal option available to him. If they had the evidence, it would have worked out. Either that or the conspiracy is so vast and so deep that there's no way you can fight it. But, again, like, in my car in Hell World. It's reality. And in reality, these people were protesting nothing. So if they're not protesting anything, they're just breaking into a federal, uh, a federal building and endangering the lives of others. And that's terrorism. Yeah. Play, like, bog standard, as, as, as we now say here. Uh, bog standard terrorism. They're just... protesting that their feelings are hurt. That's literally what they're doing. We're sad that Trump lost, so we're going to throw a fit and storm the halls of Congress. Like, they're literally protesting sadness over their guy not getting enough votes. And 
imagine if that shit had happened with like fucking Hillary supporters after Trump won. Like conservatives would have would have demanded those people be hung and their bodies left to bleach in the sun as a warning to any future rebellions that you will be crushed <laughs> swiftly and devastatingly and that the rule of law is absolute in America and facts don't care about your feelings and all that other bullshit but these assholes have been allowed to literally have one we're now on like what a two month pout since they called the election on like November 8th for Biden. I mean, fucking in Florida, they were holding up signs saying sore loser men for the fucking recount between Gore and W when it was one state and 500 votes. This is like five states and like a hundred thousand votes. And they're never going to let it go. They're, they're going to take it to their grave that they got fucked because they yeah. just can't accept reality. And they're a bunch of fucking miserable babies. Okay, well, I, I feel like, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a weird podcast. It's probably going to be a shorter room for this week. I, it, like, I, I feel like, uh, you know, we, we could just rant and rave about the events of the day until we're, <laughs> until we're blue in the face. Uh, so I feel like we should probably transition to hopefully lighter, fluffier uh, listener questions to, to take us out for what is probably going to be a shorter than normal podcast. But, you know, now I'm going to be the one who uses extraordinary circumstances. However, before we transition, I will just point out that uh, you know, b- back when the back when the Georgia runoff race was was in full swing, uh, and up up until just today when it was called in favor of the good guys, we were you know out there banging the drum and telling you to vote blue, do whatever you can to get get uh, you know your Democrats elected uh, to office. So if if you remember anything about this day, if you remember anything about the Trump presidency, it should be this day. And when you remember this day, you should remember yo, remember that time at the tail end when the country sort of lost their mind and elected Trump into office, when a bunch of fucking Republicans stormed in to the Capitol and tried to uh, tried to undermine like the fundamental underpinnings of American democracy. And I'm saying that now because that means that hopefully from now on, I don't have to tell you to go out and vote blue. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you should just vote blue. When people vote red, this is the fucking shit that's been happening. And even if you're the sort of person who doesn't like Joe Biden, uh, as long as you voted for him, that's all that matters. Because now that President Biden is going to be in office, we can start working towards President whatever better liberal you were hoping for. Like, you got to walk, you, you got to walk before you can run, you got to crawl before you can walk. Biden getting into office, you've seen the tremendous battle that this has been. Like, today, CNN had coverage of, like, a routine event in every other election in American history where, you know, the members of the House and the Senate or whatever, they get together to just be like, okay, who was, being, who was voted president a few months back? They are president. And normally that's not headline news. Today, CNN was covering that shit before this fucking riot happened. And they were covering it because Donald Trump made it important because he's a conservative lunatic. And all of your conservative friends are also just, like, bad, crazy people. Like, (laughs) this is the real talk. This is your hard-to-swallow pill. Like, if after today you can still look at your conservative friends and fuck with them in a serious way... Because you think it's just a, a matter of ideolo- uh, like ideological differences. Well, then you're just going to have to square that with the fact that one of their ideological differences is they don't believe in the way that America works, even while they call it the greatest country in the world. They don't want it to be a democracy. All they want is some racist in the seat forever. Uh, I forget who actually said the quote, but, but they said that uh, if conservatives uh, cannot win democratically, they will not reject conservatism. They will reject democracy. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. Like, the Republican Party exists exclusively to grab and then maintain power. 
and power means having power for the rich white people that run our country and to maintain that status quo until it is ripped from them kicking and screaming, which is literally what we're going through right now. As L said, this was supposed to be the most dumb, perfunctionary fucking meeting in the history of the world. They were supposed to bang it out in like 45 minutes. Then there was the announcement that there were going to be some dumb, dumb protests to make it maybe go like four or five hours before it was finally done. And we were going to have to cover this dumb, boring procedural crap because Trump was trying to make it exciting. He was trying to turn it into a coup attempt. And that was the shit we were dealing with. We were dealing with people actually just looking at all the different little leverage points of American democracy and seeing if they could break any individual one of them. And they found out this time they couldn't do it. But who's to say, like, in 2024, if Biden won re-election and Republicans did own the House and the Senate, who's to say they wouldn't be like, you know what, fuck it, we are going to object to the fucking Electoral College. We are going to fucking throw those votes out. We are going to install our guy as president and fuck Biden and fuck him winning because (laughs) Congress gives us, we do have this leverage point in our actual constitution and we're going to use it this time. So enjoy your fucking dictatorship now, bitches. I mean, this is a real thing. And, like, literally... This is a real scary thing. It's a real scary thing. And, like, literally every Republican from here until the end of time itself needs to be asked, like, uh, when the next presidential election uh, happens, if your party controls the House, will you let a Democrat be sworn in if they win? And you have to keep them on the record. And you can't even trust them to say yes, because they might be fucking lying. So it's like, this is... This is super dangerous, and it's super worrying, and, like, people need to take this seriously, and that's all there is to it. Anyone who wants to say, oh, they really didn't mean it, oh, they were just playing to the base, it's like, that might be true this time, who's to say it's going to be true in four years? So fuck that shit. Like, these assholes should not be allowed anywhere near the levers of power fucking ever. So yeah, that's 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 all I got to say before. So we vote get to blue, it. you cowards! <laughs> you, you got anything to to add during our our rant segment there, Sarge? Yes. The uh, no, you guys were covering it. Uh, let me ask you you two a question: Do you think the Democrats move to abolish the electoral college moving forward now that they have control of all the uh, both houses, both? Of Congress and the presidency. Uh, do, do I think it'll happen? I don't know. I'm just not educated enough on, on like people's like stance on that matter. But God, I, I would love for them. I mean, man, if they could make that happen, that would be incredible. We we would never see another conservative in the White House again, ever, probably. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the problem is, is that the Electoral College is actually part of the Constitution. So to get rid of it requires a two-thirds vote in both houses. And then oh. like 37 states have to ratify it. Uh, I'm just going to go hard nerd here for a quick second, and then we'll get to the listener questions. But, like, uh, my quick and dirty way to solve this is uh, abolishing the Permanent Apportments Act. I think it was, like, 1941 or 1939, but it basically set the House of Representatives at, like, a number. And that's not a constitutional thing. The House can be as big or as little as we need it to be. So you abolish that, and then you set the number of representatives each state gets to the lowest population state in the union, which is like Wyoming, which has half a million people. And that gives California a lot more representatives, Texas a lot more, and it sprinkles it out. And that would make the Electoral College way more reflect the popular vote than it currently does now. 
And I think that's like the best end run around that. So uh, that's my quick and dirty solution to the to the problem. Well, there we go. Sounds good to me. Whatever we need to do to get it so that way we like no nobody should be winning the presidential election by seven million votes and still being in debate as to whether or not they took it down. Yes, or lose it, or lose it by three three million and, and still win. Right. Yeah, I mean that that that, that should have just that should have just bananas and. Any, anybody with a brain in their head, I, I don't think, can justify their way out of that one. Because it, it, it would require explaining to me why uh, some random person in the middle of the country, in a town no one's ever heard of, uh, why their vote matters more than mine. It's just like, our, our votes are supposed to be equal, right? And it's just like, well, why does that person have weirdly disproportional power to me, thanks to the Electoral College? It's fucking, fucking whack. Anyway, I hope they get rid of it, or, or, or at the very least... Uh, get around it in Mike Reigns' fashion. Uh, in seven of the last eight presidential elections, the Democrat has won the popular vote, and we've had two Republicans uh, win in spite of that. So, I mean, that just goes to show you how ridiculous this shit is. And I really don't think a Republican can win the popular vote for the foreseeable future because like, their main, um, their main selling point is racism. And America yeah. is becoming less white every four years. So, like, get fucked, Republicans. The yeah. End. So, I mean, that 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 like, I'm not, I'm not fucking beating around the bush. That's why. That's why I I hope to God that we can either get rid of the electoral college or find a way around it because, uh, like, oh no, a Republican never gets to be in the White House again. What a terrible thing. Or Republicans have to have to stop being so fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, or, or the Republican Party just cleans up his axe and just stops being the 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 Christian racist party. Yep. It's just like cool. Like you you don't understand the teachings of Christ and you hate your neighbor. So, uh that's pretty fun. Yeah. I love the Christian racist party. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. Maybe, well, I was I was talking with somebody earlier today, and I was just like, "Oh man, hopefully when the dust shakes out on this, we go from a two party system to a four party system. You have Democrats, super Democrats, Republicans, and then super Republicans. And the super Republicans are led by Trump, and they're the extra racist ones. And then the super Democrats are led by like Bernie or whatever, and they're the extra <laughs> hippy dippy ones. And that way we have the whole spectrum covered in four parties. Pick your pick your poison. But now you have two types of poison on each end." I'm down for that. So, uh, as L requested, we'll go to the listener questions now. And uh, Matt Page kicks us off by saying, uh, "Can you give me a rundown of the biggest players in the Q game and what their specialties are? Maybe no. Where- thanks for your question. No, just kidding. Right. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, uh, maybe where they come from. Why people listen to their bullshit over others, uh, like Lynn and Ron, folks like that. Is there a pecking order? Um, I wouldn't, like, the pecking order is kind of based on, like, how... More of a they, sucking order than a yeah, pecking order. Oh, absolutely that. <laughs> uh, the, the pecking order is kind of based off, like, your tenure in the cult and, like, how many followers you have on social media. Um, but, like, Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell can cut to the front of the line because, like, they're lawyers on television lying to people, so they have this massive uh, audience that they can just tap into directly. And uh, this past week, it's been really funny watching Joe M. and CJ Truth, two anonymous people that have been banned from Twitter, having a little pout fest on Parlor because Lynn Wood is getting too big for his britches. <laughs> and it's just so funny watching the old Q grifters get mad at the new Q grifter coming in and just getting everyone's attention and just being the new hotness. And um, 
really, uh, the people that don't really have anything going for them that are just like Q promoters, like all the old people, like in the Matrix, Joe M, Praying Medic, all these guys, their specialty is mostly just, I know QAnon, blah, blah, blah. But like Ron Watkins gets to be like the computer guy, and I ran eight kun. I was where you got all your Nazism and lollyporn. <laughs> so, like, if you have a specialty, if you have like some sort of like thing that allows you to be a quote unquote expert in a field that you can then translate into a way to placate QAnon, that's good. Like Jordan Sather claims to be a health expert and an anti-vaxxer who knows the truth about vaccines. And all that kind of nonsense. Uh, the one what thing what friend- is the truth about vaccines? Uh, they work. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yes, boom, <laughs> nailed it. I was, <laughs> I was literally about to say the same thing. L with the Ken Jennings buzzer press just crushing me. Uh, but but uh, it was, it's, it's like that, like, m- praying medic, his specialty beyond the Christian thing is that he's basically just evil Mr. Rogers. If you watch his videos, he's so boring and he goes through things so slowly, but it's obvious that he worked on that shit to like uh, pander to boomers and people that really need aggressive handholding to get through the cue drops. So like these people like find their niches and stuff and then they just work through it. And that's, they're all just like scammers looking for an audience and trying to find it as best they can. And that's really all there is to it. Um, I really can't get beyond that without going into this for like another like half hour. So uh, we've we've talked about the the high grifters and that we've talked about that in earlier episodes. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could just be like boom, pull it up and let you know which one. But uh, if you go back in our old episodes, we've we've gone over it. I think in the the early Hell Worlds, like one or two, we go over it. Yeah, uh, Trap Lord uh, Flecko says, uh, which musicians aren't in the Cabal? I can think of a few. But their playlist must be awful. Like recent Kanye, Ted Nugent, and some country music. Oh, Kanye's getting divorced. I have to think it's because he's a crazy lunatic. But well, uh, remember, you can't really say that about Kanye because he's got a diagnosed mental health disorder. Oh, right. Yeah, but uh, Kanye is getting divorced because uh, the Kardashians are part of the cabal, and he's too pure for that. He's found the truth, and that's why he's escaping them in their clutches. So, so we know we know D. Snyder's in the cabal. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I mean, honestly, the only person I could think of that I knew was 100% for sure not in the cabal was the Nuge. And uh, <laughs> our, our, our listener brought okay. that up. And and I happen to agree with the listener. I mean, based on, based on the smattering of, of selections available to us, like, you know, new Kanye, uh, wasn't it like Lil Wayne or somebody like through? Lil like, Pump. Through, Lil, Lil Pump. And, like, yeah, rock. I mean, like just, you know, but so new Kanye... Lil Pump and The Nuge. It doesn't sound like a Spotify playlist. I want to fucking rock, right? I mean, like, it, it turns out that... So it turns out that the reason why uh, Q, like, Q celebrities are worse than Cabal celebrities is because Q is a conservative thing, and conservatism isn't really popular in the places in our country where culture happens. So, <laughs> like, if you're, if you're interested in culture, you got to kind of swing blue. And if you're interested in... Heritage, hot takes here. For, Get your yeah, hot takes. Yeah, which is a, which a fucking heritage, aka the super secret code word for white pride. Then you you swing red, and you get the nuge, and new Kanye. Now, <laughs> my, my my one question here is: is that country music is for patriots? 
So why does QAnon not grill uh, Hootie? Because he was pop before he went country, so he had to have been part cabal or at some point, or at least had seen the cabal's machinations, and now can like sidestep that and uh, explain. Primarily, I, I'm assuming the answer to your question is because the first step to doing that is remembering Hootie. This is true. This is true. Wait. Also, wait. also, isn't Hootie black? That, also, no. Yes. What? Yes, he is. is he? Wow. Yes. I don't know what Hootie looks like. Oh, I was thinking of Blues Traveler. I was thinking of Blues Traveler in my head. I was just like, I was like, wow. I was like, sorry, you must have been living under a rock because for a hot minute there, Hootie and the Blowfish was like, no, I know what he looks like. I was just thinking of back when everybody is so sad. It is kind of mumbling through a song, barely understood. Oh no, I'm you. I was, gonna, I was just gonna let this this thing just ride. I was just gonna let. Uh, I, can only, I, well, I can only do like six or seven seconds of it before we get like fucking DMCA'd. <laughs> Hootie's gonna come at me. Oh, Hootie, no, no, Hootie, didn't no. give you permission. <laughs> oh lord, oh, Hootie, lord. no. I hope to God that's a Hootie of the Blowfish song. I'm pretty sure it is. It is. But I mean, honestly, towards the late '90s, early 2000s, there were just like a dozen popular bands that were just sort of like barely opening their mouths to sing through their shitty pop music. <laughs> uh, thank you. For Even the- Kanye was doing it back when he cut, back when he cut that track through the wire, but that was old Kanye. So it was still good. Yeah. He, he was like, he was like, yo motherfuckers, I cannot open my mouth and do it too. Pre birthday <laughs> party, Kanye. Yeah. Ugh. So, so uh, thank you. <laughs> Trap Lord, uh, Flecko. Uh, Grifter Tracker asks, "What's Ron Watkins' endgame? Uh, he's trying to get on OAN. He's trying an to get better wag- hats. an entire Wagyu suit. Yeah, no one's, gonna, <laughs> no one's gonna tell him that if you're just wearing top to bottom Wagyu leather, you're essentially just cow cosplaying. <laughs> then somebody will tell him that, and he goes on to be king of the furry fetish community. He's gonna be everyone's leather daddy. Oh God, leather daddy <laughs> Ron Watkins. That's what I'm all about." I just like you. You know something is juicy when it gets my grades to just whisper softly to himself. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> were, were, you, were, were you picturing Rob Watkins in a sexy leather daddy uh, cow? No, uh, I was, I was actually I was actually reacting to the gift from, from our next question that you answered, which is what made me say that. Wow, way to jump the well, 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 way to jump it. Well, now now I demand that you picture. Uh, Ron as Leather Daddy. Oh, I do. Oh my God, it's so erotic. You have no idea. Dude, he's putting he's putting the beef back in Wagyu beef, baby. Oh, he really <laughs> is. I'm just I'm just ma- imagining Ron Watkins in this crazy overdone suit with just a massive cod piece. Uh, it's gonna be so good. Oh man, I'm just imagining Ron Watkins getting launched out of the airlock Among Us style and then traveling <laughs> into a fetal position while he dies in space. What? Yeah. Floating end over end. But, but like in that Treehouse of Horror in The Simpsons where they eject Bill Clinton and Bob Dole into space. Yeah. And they just like, they, they like kick and scream for like all of half a second before just like floating off in the fetal position. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. But he's wearing, but he's wearing sexy Audio leather caps. Yeah. And the best part is no, nobody can come at me for trying to incite violence because I don't think we have enough reach to be in contact with anyone that has the technology to launch Ron into space. <laughs> but if you do, uh, and you do decide to do that, like keep my name out of it. <laughs> you were QAnon. You were not Antifa. You were the other side. <laughs> yeah, but... Even though even though I, I have appeared at numerous rallies as the Antifa shaman with my uh, <laughs> yes. hammer and sickle face paint and my Viking helmet, 
I am obviously a stealth MAGA supporter. That yeah, is- I, I need to I need to cover my bases in case like Elon Musk is listening to the podcast. And when he's not when he's not calling people that get trapped in mines pedophiles, uh, he decides he wants to develop like a fucking Gauss cannon that can launch a racist into space from, from from planet side. And he's just like, like, like I just picture him like it is fucking like I don't know, and like egg whatever whatever Elon Musk sleeps in, uh, listening to the podcast and just like brainstorming an idea to launch a, a racist into space. It's a Tesla shaped race car bed. Nailed it. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, what was the question again? What does what what would uh, Ron Funches look like if he was dressed like a leather daddy? <laughs> yes, that was exactly the question. <laughs> I'd much rather picture Ron Funches dressed like leather daddy than Ron. What's his name? Yes. Ron Q. Uh, yeah, Q- old Ronnie Q. Old, old Ron Q. Wagyu. Uh, Q A Ron, as we like to call him in the community. So nope, I'm changing that, and I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm whipping out my my big adventures in Hell World's dick, and I'm changing his name to Ron Q. Wagyu. <laughs> That's gonna be his stage name. He's like bang bang Bart. <laughs> more of him to love. Yeah, more of me to love, baby. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, thank, oh, Lord. thank you for the question, Dr- Grifter Tracker. The ma- aggressive derailment of the podcast as a result thereof. <laughs> uh, APH asks, "What card comes after the Pence card?" Oh, I answered this one on Twitter. I didn't know it was. I didn't know this is part of our like yeah. answering. Answering uh, like on the on the air uh, response. My response is blue eyes white dragon. Yes. But the response I actually wanted to post was pot of greed. But then that Twitter doesn't have any pot of greed gifts. Uh, and then someone. Wait, below- I missed this one. What's going on? And then someone below you posted Exodia as the. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how it goes. That, that, in the in the order of oh. operations of card, race card, okay. pence card, blue eyes white dragon, Exodia, and somewhere in there, pot of greed. If only, could, if only any of us knew what Pot of Greed does. Yes. What does it do? This is my Pot of Greed. <laughs> when I play it, it allows me to draw two cards from the top of my deck. <laughs> God, oh, God. Of greed. I play Hootie in attack mode. All I want to be able to do. <laughs> Hootie. His barely intelligible mumblings will soothe your monsters to sleep. God damn it! <laughs> uh, Hootie, Hootie slept my monsters. What the fuck? Thanks for the question. Sorry, we're all over here just giggling, thinking about a Hootie X Yu Gi Oh mashup. It, it, see, this is why I wanted to do listener questions today after our fucking just hour long, like, instead of our hour long touchdown celebration, our hour long fucking funeral dirge for democracy in America. I wanted to spice yeah. it up here towards the end with yeah. some good old fashioned listener questions. <laughs> We're all uh, just slap happy because we've been following all this nonsense all day. Yeah. Uh, we also, Mikey G asks, have I been not following Lynn closely recently, or did he seem to amp it up a bit since being called out by Joe M? Well, I mean, excitingly, there's a third season of uh, His Dark Materials coming out, so maybe he'll get to prove himself in that as the Han Solo type that he was miscast as. You know, <laughs> I never really believed him in that role. Uh, I kind of I checked out of that show, but I'm glad the guy's getting work. Wait, who are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that Lynn's really upped his game since being called out by Joe, because Lynn's out of his fucking mind. I mean, that's really all there is to it. Yeah, that guy is extra double crazy. He's just he's just working the Q-grift so hard that, I mean, there just comes a point where you get high on your own supply doing this shit, and you rewire your own brain. And uh, there's like... His other, his, the other people, his partners in his law firm have like video or they have like tape of him saying he's God. Like 
he is like obviously not mentally well, but he also sees QAnon as this massive grift. So he's just going hard at it because he thinks it's a get rich quick scheme. And those always work out good. Never anything oh. goes wrong when you try. Hey, to Mike, yeah. you can't spell get rich quick without Q. This is Think true. This Think is true. About it. Um, so, um, thank you for that. Uh, Bobby Ellis, fear is the mind killer, says, uh, who ends up replacing <laughs> Q? Even if he drops something else, it seems like he's slowly fading away for good. So who, like, takes over the movement? R. Yeah, I was about to say R or N. Uh, R and finally the rise of Nanan. Like, there's going to be a power struggle, and there's going to be a winner at the end of this thing. Because, like, back in the day, Glenn Beck was the nutty conspiracy lunatic. Then Alex Jones like took the crown from him. Well, I mean, like, once he's out of office, assuming he's not behind bars, can it just be Trump? Trump? Do they even do they even need Q anymore? They really don't. You, you would imagine that after this bullshit, like, Trump has to be just, like, done and dusted in the sense that, like, conservatives that want to have power for any amount of time longer than, like, a few years are he going to have to the... distance himself from him. So, I mean, and, and now that he's not going to have his shit tied up in the actual presidency, like, he can just seize the reins of this, like, ridiculous machine that was built for him and just fucking steer the Q-ship directly up one American News's ass to become Trump News Network. And then their online branch can just be his ramblings. He's the new Q. Oh, is that your, is that your theory? He does like a Dan Marino. He's retired now, so he just gets to go be a shitty pundit somewhere. And the new yeah, I mean, Q. whether or not you believe he's a good one, Trump is, has at his heart always been like a businessman, like you know, good or bad. Like he like he likes doing business. And if if some idiot like me can see the obvious line of just fucking like going out on on top in the minds of all of your cult of personality uh fan base and then just transitioning to that into like you know he's already got like like oan is essentially just like rectally probing him at any given moment like trump has to notice that hey like i could probably hitch my wagon to these guys and together we could you know make money Oh, I think that, like, as long as he was, like, prepped on QAnon by, like, Dan Scavino or Michael Flynn or Sidney Powell, and they just, like, told him, like, what dumb lines to say, he could absolutely become, like, the QAnon king and just, like, run that shit and just, like, let Flynn and Powell and and Lynn Wood and the other people who know how QAnon works just puppet master the shit out of him. And just let him rake in all the bucks from these yokels. Oh, you're you're being ridiculous now. He's shown us for four years that he is impossible to puppet. He has the office of the presidency. There were so many awful, smart people trying to tell him the right thing to say for four years. He he is unpuppetable. But I I mean, there's like a fucking... Like, being the president means you can't be puppeted, right? I mean, because at the end of the day, like... You know, you can have a gleam of worm tongue in your ear, but at the end of the day, like, if you're just going to rule the country based on your stupid orange whims, you're just going to do that. But we're, 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 we're taking away all of Trump's power, allowing him to just have the mindset of, like, this stupid man-baby demagogue that still probably behaves as if though he's got endless power, but in reality should, in, in like, in theory, be more pliable behind the scenes because someone, someone has to get in his ear and just be like, Hey, you don't have access to nuclear missiles anymore. <laughs> so, like nobody really gives a shit what you're saying. So like, let us sort of punch it up for you. I think he is unpuppetable. 
Well, I, mean, I feel like his Twitter. I feel like his Twitter is unpuppetable, but I, I feel like you could shine him up and put him because you know he wasn't like off the, like like you didn't you didn't really hear like Donald Trump off the fucking rails filming The Apprentice, right? There was money to be gained from just sitting down and just playing his character. And even though there was controversy behind that shit, it wasn't like Donald Trump being a diva or whatever. So I feel, I feel like you know his Twitter is probably the Wild West forever, uh, but. I feel like in terms of like getting him as an on-camera personality, you can probably polish him up if he thinks there's a buck in it, which there will be. Yeah, I mean, I just think that'll be very interesting because he, I'm sure he doesn't understand what QAnon actually is, and most of his tweets that are very like leaning into QAnon, I think Dan Scavino writes that shit for him because he knows what that audience wants to hear, and I just feel like they're gonna tell him, "Look, idiot." If you want, like, the big bucks, you've got to say certain things. Because, like, uh, I remember after he won the presidency, he was, like, giving us one of his, like, he did, like, because all he ever wanted to do was campaign. So he was giving, like, his post-victory celebration tour. And he told the crowd one day, he's like, drain the swamp. I wasn't really a big fan of it, but you guys cheered a lot when I said it. So I said it. Waka waka. Oh, yeah. He's a a one-man very stupid, like, test room. Right. He responds, yeah, he's just a seal so, that wants praise. Right, like, so I'm just saying, like, like they'll tell him the lines that will pop the crowd, and he'll say them like a, like a nervous wrestler trying to connect with an audience for the first time when he's wrestling in a venue bigger than a, a, veteran, a VFW hall. So, I mean, it's like, like that's like what he's going to be kind of doing. He'll be like, my fellow Americans... The storm is upon us. I, I've never watched a single episode of The Apprentice. Did he come off as cogent? Like, he is with with editing when he's not forced to be in front of reporters that just badger him. Does he come off as like not a rambling, like senile demagogue? Well, that was a long time ago. He was like fine. Like uh, I'm, I will I'll raise my hand and admit that I'm part of the problem. I watched a couple seasons of The Apprentice. I, I'm, I'm part of the reason why America had fell into ruin. And it was like dumb, light, fluffy entertainment. It was fine. Trump, by all, I mean, he did all he was supposed to do. He would set the stage for the task, and then he would declare a winner and a loser, and then he would like yell at people and fire somebody. And that was that was it. I mean, it was he he was a perfectly cromulent like talk game show host. Uh, and the, the live shows he wasn't bad at. But again, that was a long time ago, and I don't know how much of his mind he still has. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess I forgot that like all of my stuff is contingent on the fact like the like there's a chance that Donald Trump's mind is physically slipping away from him, and in which case he he might be just completely like. He might just be completely untouchable in the sense that he just won't have a brain enough in his head to actually take advice from anybody. True God Emperor style. They need to take and install him on his golden throne and uh, never let him talk again and just feed psychics into him. I don't know. This metaphor all falls apart because it's deep 40K nerd lore. (laughs) Mm. Um, No, I just I think the presidency has spoiled him to being coachable or biddable in any way. He is never not going to see himself as the president. I don't think he's going to let anyone tell him what to say. That's possible. I mean, Well, I hope you're right, because that should mean that he dies penniless in the gutter, because, like, yeah. you, if, if you're a producer of some sort of show or, like, platform that would 
be willing to make the dark exchange of money for letting Trump uh, get his voice out there, you're, you're, you're going to want him to behave. I mean, you know what you're buying, but you're going to want to be able to polish up that turd in editing or whatever. Right. So, like, the, there's not really a lot of money to be made in just, like, pointing a mentally failing Donald Trump at a microphone and just being like, talk about whatever you want, because, like, you know, they, they, they have to stay on some sort of message to sell you something. Yeah. Unless what they're selling is Trump. I mean, I guess I guess the alternative is that Q, like, like uh, Trump becomes the new Q, and he just becomes like the Ronald McDonald of racism. Yeah, That's now like they're, they're, they've been he's been selling racism for years now. That's always been his brand. He's saying the quiet parts loud, and but putting just enough spin on it. That's like it's not racism. He's telling it like it is. Oh, That's, I love you know, that shit. I love telling it like it is. Yeah, that, that is the rallying cry of of the racist and that i mean that's what my my uncle everyone's racist uncle loves to say is like he just tells it like it is oh you want somebody to tell you how it is here's how it is i've got pizza waiting for me so let's move this one along well all right as we're heading out i've got a this is an audio medium so we're in here in a zoom call sharing this i have to call l out his camera's been angled down a little this whole time so it's like i've been talking to robocop i just see the nose down yeah I just wanted to let everyone know about my fun time with RoboCop L. Yeah, RoboCop is great. Uh, When he saves that woman from being raped, he is immediately woke enough to uh, report it to a rape crisis counselor. There's our. I remember being astonished by that. Like, like I was just like, "Man, this movie's from like 1988." You should like, ma'am, you have been through a traumatic experience. I have been in contact with a rape crisis counselor. I was like, "Damn, RoboCop, you woke as fuck." So, uh, uh, Robo L or Judge L, depending on how you want to slice it, uh, has been our uh, has been our guest here. Uh, Those are contractually our mandated question, pop culture references. Our, yeah, our final question before L gets his pizza is: uh, Brendan Sewell asks, uh, "How likely do you suspect that it is that QAnon will immediately pivot to pressuring McConnell to not seating Ossoff and Warnock due to election irregularities, and thus trying to elongate the time they hold the Senate majority?" Uh, I think they would do that if they didn't think that McConnell was totally swamp at this point because. They were really mad at McConnell uh, for calling Biden uh, president-elect and Harris vice president-elect after the Electoral College certified in December. And then today, right before the riot happened, uh, McConnell was in the Senate and he was like, y'all motherfuckers are fucking morons. What the fuck are you doing? Trump lost. It wasn't close. This is bullshit. McConnell actually laid into the Republicans today. It was fucking scathing. And, like, I think that McConnell is actually, like, really furious about this shit because he doesn't want people like Marco Rubio and any other senators who are up in 2022 having to make a vote yay or nay on this shit. And he saw this as a dumb, uh, short-sighted political stunt, and he called it out. So when the dust settles on all this crap and the Electoral College is certified... Uh, McConnell's going to be like public enemy. McConnell and Pence are going to be like public enemy one and public enemy one A. QAnon is going <laughs> to fucking hate both of them so much because Pence didn't go along with the bullshit conspiracy theory that he could unilaterally steal the election for Trump, and McConnell called out the rest of the Republican Party for even going along with it. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of hope in QAnon land that they're going to be able to uh, 
tug on <laughs> old Mitch's heartstrings and get him to see the light. I don't think he's an idiot like Trump. I give Mitch McConnell credit for being kind of smart, and I don't think he'll, like, QAnon pressure won't mean anything to him. Oh, yeah. I mean, the other thing. I give Mitch McConnell credit for beating the hair in that race. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, the thing about McConnell is that he just won another six year term. He's 78 years old. He's not running again until 2026, and he'll be 84. So he'll either not run again, or if he does, he knows he's going to die in office in that term, unless he actually makes it past 90, which when you're the rather obese, jowly creature that is Mitch McConnell, I don't think 90's in your cards, as it were. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I mean, if that guy lives to 90, his fucking jaw is going to recede into the rest of his head to the point where he's going to look like C. Montgomery Burns or a Skeksky. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't think that QAnon's going to be doing anything with him because I think that they're, they're going to be like, we're going to primary McConnell, and then they're going to find out they can't do that. And then they're just going to be like, we hate McConnell, and just make edgelord memes of him for the next six years or until he either resigns or shed his, sheds his mortal coil, as it were. Well, and thank you for your questions, listeners. Always a pleasure. Uh, so that I can get to my delicious pizza that is waiting patiently for me upstairs. I'm going to go ahead and drive this fucking car out of this nightmare stretch of hell world that we found ourselves in. Take us home, Robocop. So, uh, as always, thank you for supporting the podcast by listening. If you can, go ahead and spread the word. Uh, if you think other, you know other people that might like our, uh, our brand of being angry about politics while also talking about TV shows and other properties from 30 years ago, uh, go ahead and tell them where to find us. Uh, where you can find us is on Patreon at Poker Politics. That's where you can go to toss us some of your money if you think that we're worth that. Um, or you can uh, follow the podcast in general slash Mr. Mike Rains at Poker Politics on Twitter. You can find myself and Sarge on Twitter at Hellworld Sarge and Hellworld L backwards respectively. Uh, and as always, I have to mention that the O in the word world is spelled with a Q and not an O. Uh, if you have money to toss around, but you don't want to toss it to us white jerks, go ahead and toss it to love146.org, uh, who are out there doing the good work that the Q supporters claim to be doing, helping to keep children safe from those that would prey on them. Uh, and I always forget, uh, what, what Reddit is that part of, uh, Mike? So that uh, we can QAnon get, get Casualties. Uh, QAnon Casualties is the Reddit. If you happen to know anybody that is deeply entrenched in that QAnon stuff and you want to throw them a lifeline, and try to get them some help to get out of it, because QAnon is a doomsday cult, just like all the other ones. Uh, Um, QAnon Casualties is the families that are dealing with QAnon. If you know someone in QAnon who wishes to try to leave it, the subreddit is recovery with a Q instead of a C in the word recovery. Oh, shit. See, it's like Inception. This is why we keep Mike around, because he's more in touch with the community than I am. (laughs) I'm just better at doing an outro. Uh, so, uh, unless any, unless either of my illustrious co-hosts have anything to add, I believe that's our show for this January 6th, 2021, the year where a couple of yahoos tried to do another civil war. So once again, for Mike Rains and Sarge, this is L signing us out with our weekly catchphrase. Good speed patriots. That's for Cam Newton this week. Yeah. Big ups to Cam, I guess. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.